Lesson one, basic hip. Welcome to the 300th episode of the Jazz Session. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. The show is sponsored by our three official sponsors, Matt Rock, Murat Verdi, and our newest official sponsor, trumpeter Nicholas Payton. Thanks so much, Nicholas. It's, uh, it's really great to have you on board. Well, this is the 300th show. It's August 11th, 2011, and I had hoped that while I was recording this intro, I would already know the answer to whether or not the Jazz Sessions membership campaign had succeeded. But as I'm recording this at uh, 4 o'clock in the afternoon on August 10th, we still need 14 members. I still need 14 members in order to get to my goal of 100 members. And as you're listening to this, if it's still Thursday the 11th where you are, then there's still time for you to become a member and help me reach that goal. It's super easy. Just go to thejazzsession.com slash join, and you can become a member for as little as $10 a month. Uh, there are also levels above that. You can also pledge at yearly levels if you'd rather do it all in one lump sum. But the idea is to get 100 members who will commit to sustaining this show into the future, which is what I need to keep it going. So please, if you are listening to this on the day that the interview comes out, please go to thejazzsession.com and become a member. This is it. This is the final day of this membership campaign. Today's show, of course, is the 300th show, which, first of all, is kind of crazy. I really, I think I said exactly the same thing in the 200th show, but I really can't believe there have been this many episodes of the Jazz Session. Uh, I'm super happy with it. I'm, I'm really proud of it, to be honest with you. And I want to thank the Respect Sextet, whose uh, theme music you have heard at the beginning and end of every show for all 300 episodes. They are at respectsextet.com. They are celebrating their 10th anniversary together as a band with events and uh, all kinds of special things this year. So please go to respectsextet.com, buy their records, and find out how you can go see their 10th anniversary show. Thanks also to Dave Rabel, who designed the show's logo for me way back when and helps make it look good. He's at twitter.com slash Dave Rabel, V-R-A-B-E-L. This interview is a, a pretty special one and, you know, possibly the only time that it will occur, uh, this exact combination of people. The band is Planetary Unknown, and they did a show at the Vision Festival and right after that show, I was able to go down in the basement with them at the Vision Festival and record this interview. And the four members of Planetary Unknown are David S. Ware, William Parker, Cooper Moore, and Muhammad Ali. And three of them, David, uh, William, and Cooper Moore, have been on the show before. So if you go in the archives, you can find individual interviews with them. But it was a very special uh, chance for me to sit down with all four of them and have them interact and uh, talk about the music they had just made and, and their plans for the future. Uh, I want to thank uh, particularly Stephen Jorg from On Fidelity and uh, Scott Mahinick from Improvised Communications for uh, making it possible because it's, it's not easy to get these four guys together, particularly at like 11.30 at night after they had just played a set. So uh, I really thank those guys for helping me do it. We'll hear music from the album Planetary Unknown, and then we'll go to the interview. So uh, here's a cut from the album. Enjoy. Thank you. 
My guests are David S. Ware, Cooper Moore, Muhammad Ali, and William Parker. They played tonight as Planetary Unknown, their first live show in celebration of their first CD as a foursome, uh, also called Planetary Unknown. And uh, three of the four of you have been on the show before. Muhammad, welcome for the first time. It's a real honor and pleasure to have you. Uh, And David, uh, maybe we'll start with you. Can you just talk about how the four of you got together for the first time? Well, uh, what happened was that... um KCR had um, sent a tape th- uh, that happened 30 years ago of um, of a band that uh, included uh, William and uh, and uh, Cooper Moore. For various reasons, um, you know, I decided to try to um, you know get us back together again. You know, with a slightly different uh, situation. You know, that being a um, different drummer uh because of various reasons that's that's how it first uh that's how it first came you know because i i listened back to the tape that happened 30 years ago this was last year and uh i was very uh amazed at uh you know what went down so i i i said that uh you know maybe we should try that again and you know make it more thorough the next time around what about it amazed you, David? What was it that, that spoke to you? Well, you know, I mean, it was just the spirit of, of what we were doing. I mean, we, we were playing uh, tunes, you know, uh, some standards, what night, a few originals, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, I liked the way it sounded, you know. I mean, uh, of course, we, we've all come a long way since then. You know, the idea was to um, to not play tunes this time, you know. To have it uh, come together with the pure language, and uh, so that that's how it first uh, took form. It must be interesting. It's like taking two snapshots of your life, thirty years apart. Do you do you hear in this band now? Uh, I don't know if it would be a more mature sound or just a sound that that expresses the fact that years have gone by and you've played a lot of music in that time. Uh, when you listen to this band now, can you can you make that kind of comparison to what you heard back then? Well, you know, I mean, I, I don't compare, but I mean, of course, man. I mean, we're we're all. I mean, you got a lot of years of experience here, with uh, you know each of us playing with a lot of different uh, people, man. And uh, you know, so uh, I figured that uh, this particular combination would would be an ideal combination to to deal with the pure language, and uh, and to do. I mean, a lot of people are dealing with the pure language. But I think that uh, we can deal with it in a way that's very refined. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to the record, the record is very refined, man. I mean, we're playing keys, melodies, everything. Nothing was spoken. It's all, it's all intuitive. You know, it's all magic, you know. So, uh, you know, this is, this, is, this, is, uh, this is just the beginning of uh, this potential. Mm-hmm. 
Cooper Moore, can I ask you, uh, someone said to me tonight that uh, the rehearsal for a performance like this is the entire life of every musician up to this point, that uh, that's that's almost all the rehearsal that's needed for four people like you uh, is to just draw on what you've what you've learned in all this time and to hear what David just said. Uh, I mean that that kind of brings that home. The idea that you're able to refine this music to such a degree because between the four of you, you have so much experience with this language. Every time we play, is rehearsal. Tonight was a rehearsal. I, th- I I think that tonight was a rehearsal. We are just beginning just beginning I halfway through tonight I started to relax you know so if this band were able to play more we could uh, go higher and higher I think what it has the experience is one of of um, expanding your one's heart you have to have heart you have to have and stamina but even before the stamina is is the heart the will to to move it on and to listen and to play, it, but it's heart. I, I really do feel, as I get older and older, um, there's no training you can get in any school to do what we do. And there's no training; they can't teach it. And what you hear coming out of schools is pathetic. It's actually pathetic. I hear I hear very little heart. You almost have to. The experience of young players coming out of school is to forget what they learned in school. <laughs> that's what that's the experience to forget it and move on you said you have to have the will to face this music to approach this music can you say more about that what is that what do well, you yeah because it hurts i mean i you know it, 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 it was difficult for david to do what he was doing you know he'll feel it tomorrow muhammad is you know he, he's he's, <laughs> he's hurt he hurts i have blisters on my fingers right. william has blisters on his head i mean i mean this is no you know pussyfooting around sissy music you know, you have to you have to have some some stamina, some will to continue to do it, and 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 it's it's uh, serious. That's what I can say. It's serious. Uh, yeah, I, I just want to I want to dig deeper because I mean, part of what you were describing was the physical act of making this music for the four of you. But it sounds like there's more there. I mean, it sounds like you're describing you're describing a, a real honest, inward looking. That's the spiritual this is Muhammad being. speaking. No, no, please go ahead. No, that's the spiritual being describing what he does. That's all that is. That's why it sounds like he speak about. He, it seems like he's talking physical, but it's the spiritual part that's describing the physical. It's manifesting itself physically. No, but... no, the physical actual, the physical indulgence. Hmm. See, the spirit is coming using the spirit, the physical. It ain't like the physical using the spirit. Hmm. It's a difference there. Sure. And it doesn't care about the body. That's right. Right. <laughs> it, it just breaks. Show him your hand. You see, his hand is wounded. and that's But, but not wounded because he's going to be able to be, be able to endure it again. The next time, he won't even see the blood. But you have, you have been to the doctor when they take your, take, take your blood sugar, they pinky your finger. Sure. But there's no practicing that I can do alone by myself so that I won't be injured. I have to play, experience the playing, and then make adjustments about how I'm playing in order not to be injured. To William, can can you just talk about the experience of what happened tonight, what it was like for you to be on that stage with these three gentlemen? First of all, I agree with what Cooper Moore said. Uh, is that we're on a 
a, a journey. And it's just no matter how much you played and what you've done, it's there, but you're starting from scratch. But you also, um, you know, there are things there that you know how to, I mean, what, basically what we train, you train through all these years is to not to tense up and resist the music. But allow the music to, to, to flow through you. And, and, uh, without letting your, whatever you know get in the way of that music coming through. You know, and trying to, whatever you know to, to make it meld with what you don't know. Okay? And then it becomes, uh, another entity. Okay? And let that come through. So, um, is is the what you don't know? Is that coming from the other people on the stage? Is it coming from somewhere inside it's you? Coming is it from coming everywhere. from all those places? It's coming right. from everywhere, and um, that's why when when you 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 know you can feel it. Say, well, I, I thought this worked okay, but you know you want to listen to you know maybe listen to the tape and it sounds better, but uh, but you really don't know. There, there's there's a part where you just know that you're beginning. And that you, 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 we could take a few more steps in this. You know, that, that's why in a way I wish this was 1970 again. <laughs> so we could play every night and, and just certain, you know, and, 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 Ooh. and we could really hit it. You know, I mean, right now there, there's, there's, there's not a club we can play in that'll give us a week. You know, but you, you know, but we, we really need a, a, a week to, um, or more, several weeks to it, because the more you play, the more you the the, the it unfolds, mm. you know, and the more it unfolds, then again it's infinite. You never can get to like well we've learned everything or we know everything yeah. or we played everything. He says we just be, we always just beginning. There's something wrong with a world in which this band can't get a week. Uh, <laughs> no, see the whole thing is, it's like you don't, you don't have to prepare for that. If the music is coming through, it makes its own way. You just have to be prepared to endure the physical damage that you're going to receive. <laughs> like this man, yeah, is telling you, if you can, if you can cope with that, then. See, the music is taking you and it where it's going. All you have to do is ask for what it's supposed to get. What do you think you want for doing this, for allowing yourself to be so open like this? 
You know, you're a vessel here. David's like a vessel. He's, and so when he expressed it, he come to me. He don't even. I understand what he means if he says it's time for this and it's time for that. See, because this is something that's passing through. He's not owning none of it. So he's just hoping that he can share what's coming through his thoughts. And then when he finds somebody that's sharing what's coming through their thoughts together for this music, it's, it's difficult to, to express it. But you understand it, mm -hmm. you know. We have to fight, find words to express to you what's sure. what it is, mm -hmm. so that it can sound, you know. But like, it's hard. <laughs> is that a realization that you feel you've only come to with time, or do you no, feel it, you approach music that way from the beginning? Well, every time I play with somebody that enlightens me, I got no answer for it because I excel, <laughs> and they cause me to excel. So if I think that I'm already there and then play with William, then yeah. you can forget that because I'm gone again. <laughs> and then I'll be looking in the mirror and saying, what happened that time? <laughs> David is pulling me. The record we did with David just in November, David sounded like three people. He got these three different horns sounding like three people. You heard that, didn't you? Yeah, I heard it. Well, I think it's important. Um, in a way, we're collective, but we're not. We're not in that we have leadership. We have a David S. Ware who's very, very focused. That's right. And you know, and it's 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 such a joy to play with somebody who's wow. so focused. That's right. You know, he has he he has the focus and he has the will and the determination, and he and just drags us along. You know what I mean? There's no way that you can't you can't uh, uh, make it on this ship with him as captain. You know, and 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 I think we need more musicians saying who the people are. He's one of the cats. What? You understand? He's one of the cats. So to play with him, it's just a joy. I mean, and and the injuries the injuries that come. That they will disappear as we play more because I un I'll understand right. I become more efficient. See, mm -hmm. I'm not quite efficient because we haven't played enough. But the more you get to understand and hear it, you know how you how you function inside the organization. Then you become more efficient. So these injuries that I have I have tonight, they won't happen. Sure. It's so interesting to hear the four of you speak uh, and to think of the parallels between what you're talking about and, for example, a meditation practice where you start out and your knees hurt in the beginning because of the way you sit and you're uncomfortable in your body because you're trying to learn how to sit still and how to quiet your mind so that so that whatever is going to come, whatever is going to rise up in you can be there without you being in the way. And when I, as I think of that in my own life and I listen to the four of you speak, it sounds like that's exactly – uh, an exact parallel to what you're talking about with the music to, to receiving what happens rather than controlling. Well, you know, you talk about a man who's been meditating for how many years? <laughs> how, many, how long have you been meditating? You're on the mic. Almost 40. Wow. Can I give you the, the microphone, David? And, and do, you, do you find parallels between your music making and your meditative life? Or that one informs the other? Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, uh, I've said recently that, uh, you know, we're sort of uh, starting with the formless, you know. 
I mean, cats in the past, you know, they were, you know, they were famous for, you know, excelling on the form, mm. right? They took a form and they went into the formless where we start through intention uh, with the formless and we delve, we go deeper into the formless. Mm. Mm. So that's really our thing, you know. What uh, William said earlier, excuse me, having my back to each of you when I'm, I'm turned, there's just no way to avoid it. Uh, William said earlier that you start from scratch, but what he said afterward made it sound like you start from scratch, but not in a vacuum. You start maybe in a new place each time, but with the combined knowledge of everything that you've already done. And I wonder how that relates to what you're talking about in terms of formlessness, because you do have a, you do have a language in, sure, between the four sure of you. Sure, there's a language, man, you know. I mean, uh, there's many different ways that you can look at it. I mean, you know, if I want, I want to bring into the equation, you know, celestial music. Celestial music is, 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 a, is, is a, is a music that is, is, you could say a formless music. You know what I'm saying? That's a formless music. That's, that's a pure sound. It's a pure sound. Now, out of that, great musicians, they pull melodies, they pull operas, they pull symphonies, they pull all kind of uh, forms out of the formless. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I mean, when you when you sit in meditation, you know, you go into, uh, you know, you go into the awareness of, of, of awareness. Awareness is aware of itself. Not of anything in particular, mm. but awareness is aware of itself, right? So, so from from there, anything can arise. All that's a field of all possibilities, right? So, what do you, would you say determines what arises in those situations? The intention, mm. the intention, your nervous system, you know, your heart, right? That that's 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 what it is, you know. Intention, you know, through intention, anything is uh, anything can arise. It it depends on what the in, intention is and and what your capacity is to receive it.
And then once something has begun, once any particular performance has begun, is there then some collective joining of the intention so that as you hear something that begins to make a coherent collective sense, you move in that direction? Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, for example, tonight when I played that blues lick, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, everybody came. You know what I'm saying? It took that way. You know what I'm saying? I'm just so sorry that I, I couldn't follow follow it, follow that up like I wanted to on my my part. You know what I'm saying? I started it, but I I couldn't finish it the way I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it was a you know. It was a. It became a group. Uh, group. Uh, a groove. You know. Yeah. Cooper Moore, you look like you wanted to jump in. Yeah. No. No. That will come. Sure. No one will be able to. That's all. That. That will come. That will come. Uh, some. I think some younger musicians would might would worry about that. Well, I didn't really. You know. But you know, here's a man, and I understand. I think uh, William and Muhammad know that we'll have another chance. If it ever comes around again, you know, we'll just we'll just go we'll relax. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying on my part, it was a physical thing tonight. Sure, you know what I'm saying it was a physical thing, man. You know, so you know, I mean, I'm I'm hearing stuff, but I can't play it. I couldn't play it with my setup. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it'll be another time. You know, yeah. the next time. You know, the next time. Yeah. It's, it's it's so fascinating to hear the to hear the four of you talk, and um, I, I guess I come back to this idea of the relationship between the level at which you are speaking and age, and whether if we had had this same conversation thirty years ago, we would have been able to have this same conversation. Because and the reason I ask that is, and it's been coming up a lot as I've been interviewing musicians well, of your you know generation. The, the, no, tell the, me. The, the, Whoops, you need the, yeah. the conversation may or may not have been different, but. All, the, the spirit of the music has mm. been the same. Well, that's ex- that, and that's exactly what I mean because if, as we look at the history of jazz, so many great albums were made by people who were 16, 19, 20. Uh, a lot of the – well, at least the albums in the kind of more traditional side of the scene that we look back to, those musicians were incredibly young and in many cases still playing at a very advanced level, I think, both emotionally and mentally. So it doesn't necessarily sound like what you guys are talking about is a function of how old you are. But rather of your approach to music making, and it's also it's also has to do with the with the position of the universe. 
You know what I'm saying? Be be because, you know, say for example, the music that happened in the sixties, it was reasons for that, you know, that go beyond all the individuals that were involved with that, you know. Certain positions that have to do with the with the heavenly bodies and things, man, that affect man that man knows nothing about. But there's sciences to this. It's one of the oldest sciences, man. You know, astrology. It's one of the oldest sciences, man. You know, the influence that the heavenly bodies give. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, you're dealing with, basically, that's dealing with just the local universe. You know what I'm saying? That's weird. They're just talking about the local universe. So you can imagine how complex the stuff gets as you go out and out and out. You know, I mean, it goes beyond, totally beyond, beyond comprehension. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and all of this came through cats sitting in meditation. You know, they were able to, that cognize this knowledge, right? And it's all written down. It ain't no but 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 it's all written down. It's written out for you to study, and and it, and it's an ocean that you would never cross, just like music. Mm. Can I ask uh, William? Uh, William, earlier there was a, a young musician down here in the dressing room, and I wonder what uh, you guys had a chance to talk to this person. But I wonder what you would say to a young musician who is more interested in striking out on the kind of path that you're walking rather than necessarily a, a more institutional path? Is there, is there some approach, some, some key factor in the way they approach music? Well, <clears throat> I would say you, you, you do an apprenticeship with, um, with someone who's closer to where you want to be and, where, and you, and you want to uh, exist and breathe in that area you know, you could call it uh, uh, the masters or elders, and you you hang with them, you listen to them, you watch them, you you see what they're feeling. But the thing is not to copy them, because um, you have to find your, your yourself within the landscape or environment of 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 light. Okay, that means you've got to see your face, you know, in the bush or behind there and find out what you're supposed to be doing. Because, I mean, we're playing this way. I mean, you might, you might want to play everything very soft. But within that softness, when it works, it's just as intense as this, you know. And and so you so I, I would just I mean that that would be my advice and, and um, you know learn as much as you can learn and everything else but but you have to stay open to and, and to really uh, surrender you know surrender yourself to 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 uh, to the spirit you know do those apprenticeships that you were talking about do they exist in the way they once did I mean it's kind of a common cliche in the jazz world these days to say they're you, you don't have much chance anymore to go on the road with the master and spend time or that kind of thing. But you can call them up. You can hang out with them. I mean, you know, Coop Moore just asked the, the young saxophone player, Phil, to come over and, and he's calling and let's communicate. I mean, in, in, in the old days, all right, all right, you could do, you could join a band and, and, and you'd play with Miles Davis and you learn stuff from him by playing in the band. And then you'd begin to find what you hear in music and then go out and do your own thing. Uh, to nowadays, a band don't work long enough, I mean, for you to even, you know, 
I mean, one or two gigs a year is not enough to do an apprenticeship, but you can hang out in the home environment, you can practice every day, you can listen, and you can study what the the music and then what the music is floating on, you know, which is whatever kind of books, whatever kind of colors, you know, I mean, you, you get up in the morning and, 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 and look at the sunrise every day. I mean, that's a, you know, and then listen to silence. See, people don't listen to silence. They say, you know, I med- meditate, but also listen to silence so you can play in real time. See, most people nowadays, they don't play in real time. They play what they study and practice, and then they regurgitate it. But what's happening at the moment that you're playing? Can you really hear what's going on? And it takes time to really hear what's going on because we don't really listen to silence. We don't really listen to, to, to what's calling us. You know, you don't, we don't, you know, we don't hear the voices. If you hear the voices, they put you in the mental institute. <laughs> but it's really, you know, but, but those voices are sometimes important, yeah, you know, right. very important. Cooper Moore, uh, if we can dovetail on that, uh, you said at the very beginning of this interview that what you did tonight, what you four did tonight, can't be taught in a school. And given what William just said, it sounds like that's why, because what the music is floating on is as important as anything that might be written on a piece of paper or that you might have heard on a recording. No, it could be taught in schools. It's just not, you mean? Well, that's, that's the culture uh, the culture of educational institutions come from a different place. Yeah, they do is capture it, and then it's just like when they—it's it's just like when they—they they wrote John solos. Mm-hmm. You can write, you know, the advancement now is to music to cast that's musically advanced. They can put the solos down on paper. So if they if they put this music down on tape and they listen at it, they. They can dissect it, you know, and write everybody's feeling on in notes. But it won't be your feeling, but it'd be the feeling that would can be captivated as a note that comes from a musician. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It ain't capturing his spirit or his feeling. They're just being able to put that in a note. It's just data. Just and put it on paper until it can be a solo route. You can write David's solo. You can write his solos if they listen long enough. But see, they're going to sit there and try to catch these solos by ear. You know, the music goes and it leaves. So you got a less of a chance than bebop. 
<laughs> you got more of a chance than Bebop to catch it before it leaves. Because <laughs> you can say, oh, that's the channel, that's the head, you know. Now they're vamping, but you don't know what these cats might be doing. They, <laughs> they're doing all that at the same time, but the tempos be, they change, you know. They'd be more faster than this. It's faster than that, see? Sure. See that? That's fast. But it's faster than that. All right, so to to take it out of the theoretical for a second, a lot of a lot of this talk is yeah, is very very high minded. But I would be interested in what any one no, of you. you, talk, you talk, cool. no, 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 I don't think it's, I, no, I don't. I don't mean. I don't think any of I don't mean that. I don't mean that negatively at all. I mean, I guess what the the follow up question is: What did any one of you actually do when it was your time to try to figure out? This music. Did I you played, do what you're played describing? Eight, ten, twelve hours a day. Mm. I played and played and played. Uh, uh, and, and he and David lived. We lived together. I, would, I, I I threw away all my music. I threw away all the recordings. I got up and I practiced and I turned on the tape recorder every day and practiced ten, eleven, twelve hours a day. And and then at the end of the day, I would turn on the tape recorder and listen to as much as and I try to hear some stuff that I like and what I like. I would keep in my mind. I had a notebook and wrote out the. The next day, I got up again. I did the same thing, mm. and I separated my bed from my wife's. So, you know, music yeah, and yeah. The music and piano was my love. My wife slept in, you know, across the, the room, and I had my piano next to the, 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 the my bed. And I got up out of the bed and I went right to the piano. That's how I figured it out. And, and then started playing with uh, David, and then that was it. And, and why then, was it important to get rid of your recordings? I was going to listen to him. Mm. I was listening to myself. What I was trying to play, I mean, why? Should, there was no reason to be to listen to anybody. I mean, I don't listen. I'm not a consumer of music. I produce music. And that's what I realized. I'm not a consumer. I'm not here to listen to music, not other people's music. Real. I'm here to try to go inside. You know, the recording from deep within. Go deep within, and 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 what is it? This and then come up, bring it out. You know? uh, so, David, maybe I'll we'll start drawing to a close. But I'll ask, um, based on what. Cooper Moore just said, was there a time in your life when it was important to have other people's recordings before you began to Oh, sure it was, man. I mean, you know, going back to, uh, what, 9, 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 years old? Sure, man, sure. You, you need to listen. You need to listen, man. You, you need to, you know, that's part of finding yourself, you know? You know, that's part of finding yourself, man, and uh you know, I guess that's that. That was the, that's the, really the first step in uh, finding yourself musically is just listening. Well, I listen. You know I what I'm saying? Listen. No, I understand. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean to suggest that you didn't listen to other people's music. Sure. I mean, you know, I mean, but uh, and and then you know, it's it's interesting because when I was uh, 15, uh, I went to one of these stage band camps, and and uh, I, I met players my my own age and 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 I saw that they were um, uh, they were uh, basically copying the older musicians, you know what I'm saying, and writing their solos out note for note and all this kind of thing. And 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 I and I and I knew that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the way that I did it. I mean, even at that time, I mean, I I love Sonny Rollins, but it was it was never trying to. Uh, you know, copy his uh, solos and, or not really even playing his tunes. It was, it was his, it was his, um, 
it was his it was it was his way you know it was uh the the way of the of of his artistry sure you know what i'm saying that that i was more interested in you know the 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 color the color of his artistry you know and uh th this that was my path you know and that was my path in, into into uh developing uh you know my own thing well, the the clock is a harsh mistress, so uh, I thank all four of you. My guests are David S. Ware, Cooper Moore, Muhammad Ali, and William Parker. It's an honor to have the four of you together, and I thank you for your time. No, Thanks thank very you. much. Thank you, Jason. One thing before you hang up? You certainly may. What do you think about the music? What did you think about the about? Uh, I thought it was gorgeous in parts, and I thought it was uh, probably more than I have the skills to. Yeah. Figure out in yeah. other parts. Yeah, more to come. And it makes me really excited about the future, about yeah, what this band is going to sound like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys very Thank much. You, Appreciate it. That's music from Planetary Unknown, and uh, it's really special for me to be able to have them on my 300th show. And once again, I tell you, please go to thejazzsession.com slash join and become a member. If you're listening to this on Thursday, August 11th, 2011, the membership campaign isn't over yet, and I need you uh, to get the show over the top to get me to that 100 members. As I'm recording this, I still need 14 members to make it there, and hopefully fewer by the time you're actually listening to it. So thanks. Please become a member. Thank you to everybody who already has, and uh, we'll hopefully have a 301, but that's up to you. Thanks. Oh, and I almost forgot to say, 
So please get out there and support live jazz whenever and wherever you can, and then come back next time for another conversation about jazz on the Jazz Session. Bye. Bye.